from Isaiah 40, specifically these words. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is the word of the Lord. Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Long lay the world in sin and error pining Till he appears and the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn Anybody know what him what uh, what carol that is? Oh holy night. You better know. <laughs> Somebody back there is singing it on Sunday. So But that is a hymn that was written in the 1800s. Interestingly, it is a hymn that is not found in our hymnal, not because there's anything theologically wrong with it. It's just not very good for congregational singing, but it's wonderful for a soloist or for a choir. But the words of the song are very powerful. The third verse, for example, is speaking to the abolition of slavery in the United States. Talk about my slave is my brother. All, all oppression will cease. The chains will be broken. But this first verse it says, in sin and error pining. That is what the world lays in. Sin and error pining. The world is weary. Weary, I think, is a word that I think could describe many of us. And I feel like, to some degree, as I'm going through this, it's gonna, if anybody was here on Sunday... It'll sound like a little bit of rerun, but it carries over. The reality is, this time of the year, we get weary. There is so much going on. I kind of like this quote from, if anybody's familiar with the Lord of the Rings, this is from the Fellowship of the Rings. This is said by Bilbo. You don't really have to know the story, but I think the quote will help you. Although, by the way, if you're wondering, Lord of the Rings is the best Advent movie there is. It's a movie about hope and about defeat on the day of the Annunciation. So anyways, but this is a quote. It says, this is Bilbo. I am old Gandalf. I don't look it, but I am beginning to feel it. In my heart of hearts, well-preserved indeed. Why, I feel all thin, 
sort of stretched, if you know what I mean. I like, like butter that has been scraped over too much bread. That can't be right. I need a change or something. I like that imagery, but you can tell it's probably written by somebody for, that's British. But like butter that has been scraped over too much bread. What a description of the weariness that just even at this time of the year, I mean, just think about how much is going on. And again, I'm kind of echoing what I talked about on Sunday. You know, right in the middle of this week here, during the Advent season, we have this service smack dab in the middle of the week. And it's like, we have so much going on. It may be a surprise to you, but quite often your, your pastor does not always want to go to church. Did you know that? I'm admitting it. There are times like, man, can I sleep in? The only problem is we have a really good um, excuse to not. People would really notice if we did. So, but even like on a, the midweek service, like I'm just looking at like, okay, I got to, there's, there's all this stuff that's going on. We have a funeral here tomorrow. Now, granted, Pastor Salcedo gets to do most of the work on that. But we have a funeral tomorrow. And then Saturday, we have Christmas ball. Sunday, we got the concert. And I think of all these things that have to get done. And I'm like, oh, man, I got this in the middle of it. I gotta figure out what, what am I gonna preach on? What am I preaching tonight? And all those things. What are the things you could kind I'm sure you can relate. You got so much going on in life. It's like I've got you've got you got school stuff. You've got some of you are probably impacted by the fact that we by the Christmas ball or any of a number of things going on in town. Throughout this time of the year, you're planning, you're preparing, and you're just trying to find time to do anything, just to breathe. And you get busier and busier and busier. Not to mention all the stuff you do have to do in your personal life, getting ready for Christmas and all that. You feel like butter that has been scraped over too much bread. And the thing is, is when you get weary, when you get stretched, that is when sin and error comes pining. Because let's be honest, when we are stretched, when we are busy, are we on our best behavior? Do we have our best attitude? Do you find yourself getting short with people that you normally wouldn't? Getting upset about things that really normally you would just let go? Making too big of a deal out of something? Christians are called to be patient. To have self-control. But in days when you were butter that has been scraped over too much bread, that patience that self-control, that gentleness, so often goes out the window. And like I said on Sunday, 
That is why you are here. That's why you are here on this middle of the week. You know, this idea that I'm just too busy for God's word. I'm too busy to be in prayer. When you are too busy to be in prayer, it is exactly when you need it. The busy you are, the more you need. Because you lay in sin and error pining. The world is just weighing you down and you need to rest. Because what does our Lord say? Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden. And I will give you what? Rest. Rest in his word. Rest in his sacraments. Did you notice how we begin the service today? Well, okay, we have the hymn. But shortly thereafter, we did. Confess, you confessed your sin. That sin that weighs you down. That burdens you. And then you heard the absolution. The declaration that your sins are forgiven. On account of the one who was born of Mary... On account of the one who was nailed to the cross. By his blood you are forgiven. And you even hear it. And you are forgiven in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Words that we've heard in our confirmation lately. Talking about baptism. Because in baptism you are clothed. Receive a new identity. We come unto him. And that's even how we began our service. In the name of the Father, into the Son, into the Holy Spirit. Amen. You are clothed. You're relieved of your burden, your weariness. Christ has come in the flesh, born of the Virgin Mary. Christ is come in his word, in his sacrament. To give you rest. You who are like butter. That has been scraped over too much bread. And I just went through the. When I talked about these things that stretch us. I'm just talking about the very. Just the seasonal things. The world itself grows weary. With all the things that are happening. In any era, in any age, there are bad things going on. Think of, think back to March of 2020. I remember that Sunday morning, sitting in high school Bible class. Sarah was in there, and she asked, Sarah Peterson, and asked the question, do you think there will be, school will not, will be canceled? I said, nah, probably not. I was wrong because later that day it was. So don't ask me for predictions. At least on things of the world. And I was totally wrong. Do you remember that? It just felt like it would never stop. I can't have, we already heard, you already heard one quote from Lord of the Rings. 
And by the way, one of the reasons I think Lord of the Rings is such a good story or a good movie at this time of the year is because Advent is all about hope, and that story is all about hope. And there's this part where everything is just falling apart around them. And Samwise, he says, or Frodo says, how we shouldn't be here. And Samwise eventually says, it's like in the old stories, Frodo. How could things ever go back to the way they were when so much bad has happened? Imagine when Tolkien was writing that he was especially thinking of those who suffered through World War II. How can the world go back? Eventually said that all those people, they had chances to turn back, but they didn't. Because they held on to something. Now, Sam's answer was they're holding on to that there is some good in the world. But what are, we are holding on to the one who is good. Whether it be the whole world is weary or it's your world is weary and burdened. And it seems that whatever is weighing you down will never come to an end. You cling to hope in the one who is good. The only one who is good. And that is God. You cling to him and his, his life sustaining his forgiveness, his life. Christ has come and Christ does come to you. That's why you keep coming here. Whether it's Wednesday or Sunday or Saturday evening, you keep coming because this world is weary and you come into this sanctuary. That's what the word, word sanctuary literally means. It's, it's a place that is set apart. A set apart from the weary world. And to hear a holy word. And yes, all of your Bibles are holy because they got that discussion at class. Even though it just says Bible, it's holy Bible. Because this is a book that is set apart with words that are set apart. Sacred means set apart for rest, for strengthening for forgiveness. But Christ will come. And this verse from Isaiah, which I began with, is such a beautiful verse. Because yes, long lay the world in sin and error pining, till he appears and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope! The weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. This reading in Isaiah reflects that new and glorious morn. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Yahweh is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary. Do you believe that? Anybody that was working midweek this, today on a, 
early out? Yes. Even these youths will grow faint and weary. Young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for Yahweh shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. Isn't that an incredible image? I don't know about you, have any of you ever had those dreams about flying? Wouldn't it be great to fly? No, I've been in airplanes and, you know, you look out the window. But this is the imagery. Mounting up like wing, with wings like eagles. Eagles could fly thousands of feet in the air. So shall you be lifted. They shall run and not be weary. How long do you have to run before you get go? Uh, uh, uh. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's what we look forward to. This is the day when Christ will come. This is what we hope for. Till that day comes, to him be all glory. In Jesus' name, amen.